This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. This is Kwame Dawes. From A Coda to History by Kwame Dawes and John Kinsella. 28. It is not as if. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. And it is not as if we have not been thinking this. For what I mean when I will say whiteness, when I will say white people, when I say the whites with such seeming assurance, with such total confidence in the clarity of this locution, as if we all know the etymology of this word's genealogy, the lie of a cluster of marauding nations, building kingdoms by destroying kingdoms. We have heard this all before, O Babylon. So yes, when I say this, what I mean is, Babylon, as the Rastas have constructed the notion in the way of generosity, in the way of judgment, in the way of naming the enemy of history for who he is, in the inadequate way of symbols, in the way of the Bible's total disregard for history, and the prophets dance in the fulcrum of history, leaping over time and place, returning to the place where we begin having learned nothing, and yet having learned everything language offers us. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. It is not as if we have not been thinking this. And I want to rehearse Thomas Jefferson and the pragmatism of cost, the wisdom of his loyalty to his family's wealth, the seat of the landed aristocrats reinvented on the plains of the new world, the coat of arms, the courtly ambitions, the inventions, the art, the bottles of wine, the French tongue, the legacy the faux Roman, faux Greek pretensions, the envy of the nobility of native confederacies, their tongues of fire, the land, the land, the land, and the property of black bodies. So much to give up. And who bears the sacrifice? who pays the cost for the preservation of a nation's ambitions. How he said no to freeing the bodies he said were indebted to him for their every breath, the calculus of property. Oh, the rituals of flesh-mongering, the protection of white freedom. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. It is not as if we have not been thinking this. And Bartholomew de las Casas, Bishop of Chiapas, 
and his memorial de remedios para las Indias. The pragmatic use of Africans, the ones to carry the burden of saving the Indians, to save the white man's soul. This little bishop of pragmatic calculation, correcting sins with more sins. And the bodies of black slave women, their wombs studied, tested, reshaped, probed, pierced, tortured with a whispered promise, it will help you too, it really will. And you will be praised for teaching us how to save the wombs of white women for the cause, all for the cause. And Roosevelt and his unfinished revolution. Oh, dream deferred. Oh, Langston, you tried to sing how long? Not long, how long, so long. And Churchill's rising rhetoric saying that though cousin Nazis may ritualize the ancient blood feuds by invading Britain, her worldwide empire will rise up and pay the price for protecting the kingdom, the realm, liberty, and so on and so forth. Everyone so merciful. Everyone so wounded with guilt and gratitude, everyone so pragmatic. It is what I'm saying, that I'm saying nothing new. And what I'm singing is, Babylon, your children gone down, gone down. Babylon, your children gone down. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. It is not as if we have not been thinking this. For no one is blessed with blindness here. No one is blessed with deafness here. And this thing we see is lurking inside the soft alarm of white people who know that they are watching a slow magical act of erasure and they know that this is how terror manifests itself quietly, reasonably, and with deadly intent. They are letting black people die. They are letting black People die in America. Hidden inside the maw of these hearts is the sharp pragmatism of the desperate, the writers of the myths of survival of the fittest, or the order of the universe, of platonic logic, the caste system, the war of the worlds. They are letting die. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. No, it is not as if we have not been thinking this. And someone is saying in that soft voice of calm, well, there will be costs, and those are the costs of our liberty. 
Remember when the century turned and the pontiff and pontificators declared that in 50 years the nation would be brown and for a decade the rogue people sought to halt this with guns, with terror, with the shutting of borders. Now this has arrived, a kind of gift. Let them die, the blacks, the poor, the ones who multiply like flies. Let them die, and soon we will be lily-white again. Do you think I'm paranoid? I am. It is not as if I've not been thinking this. It is not as if we have not been thinking this. And paranoia is how we've survived. So we must march in the streets. Force the black people who are immigrant nurses, who are meat packers, who are street cleaners, who are short order cooks, who are the dregs of society, who are black, who are black, who are black, let them die. Here in Nebraska, our governor would not release the racial numbers. He says there is no need to cause strife. This is not our problem, he says. We are better than this, he says. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. It is not as if we have not been thinking this. And so, in the silence, we do not know what the purgation is. And here in this stumbling prose of mine, this blunt prose of mine, is the thing I have not yet said. They are trying to kill us. They are trying to kill us. They are trying to kill us off. I sip my comfort. The dead prophet, his voice broken by cancer, his psalm rises over the darkening plains. Oh, Yenati Congo. And then the sweetest act of pure resistance. Spread out. Spread out. Spread out. We are more than sand on the seashore. So we will not get jumpy, we won't get bumpy, and we won't walk away. Spread out, they sing in four-part harmony, spears out. Spread out, spread out. It is not as if I have not been thinking this. It is not as if we have not been thinking this. It is how we survived, and how we will continue to survive. Don't be fooled. These are the betrayals that are gathering over the hills. Help me, I say. Help me to see this as something else. It is not as if I've not been thinking this. See? It is not as if we have not all been thinking this. KD. From a Curda to History, number 29, by John Kinsella and Kwame Dawes. It needs to be blunt and said as you say it. I can see and agree and them trying to act too, but them embroiled in the whiteness I detest. 
Yes, as a pacifist, I detest that whiteness and see it as the bleaching of shrouds. It makes me ashamed and angry and I fall into nowhere and have no feet and can't find my way out of it. My hands are the wrong shape to hide behind. I see the murderers and stand in front of them, refusing everything they are. I am weaponless. I know guns from my childhood and know their sick laugh, their self-certainty, their imitations of sound, their chatter. Yes, of course, it's death they make, even when the target is a symbol or a bullseye. Names say it all underneath. Target shooting. But it's not selective at the end of the breathing, the last bottle of O-negative blood. It takes all in its recoil as much as its impact. It kills life and it kills death, and it is given an out. Through Keats's white as death, half in love with easeful death. A poem I have recited since I was 16, have recited on the verge of death, as if it was a way through, when it wasn't. The poem, separated from the hand that wrote it, makes a travesty of reality. The corpse is piling up in the faint light of whiteness. The poem was part of the problem born in the eye of empire, the smell of hospitals and anatomies, and yet I lament his terrible, tragic passing. I have stood in his death room and only thought of a young person, in their overwhelming death, the steps flowing with people as now they are empty of both Rome and world. I think the same in the acts of medicine, the acts of insurance and discrimination, and those who take the brunt of economies, especially in Western economies that live off the labour of rearranged and redecorated class alienation. What you say is true and needs to be said in such a way, Kwame. I'm saying as an aside to all tyranny that using the methods of the tyrannical will lead to an ongoing tyranny. Refusal to do anything for them, to stop using their goods, to stop giving them anything at all will soon bring their collapse. Total and utter refusal. But then, they are even prepared for that. Bringing it all down makes the suffering suffer more by the pain brought on themselves. That's tyranny's propaganda. White bigots and the bigotry implicit in any notion of whiteness search for validation even where it is bluntly refused. They enforce their validation legitimise themselves in every conversation. I guess that might be what Spike Lee and Chuck D have been saying forever. The very notion white folk have any rights of control or even say in other people's and people's lives needs undoing. Your poem helps protect the vulnerable and thwart the murderous, confront them with its declarations of blackness, and that's as it must be, and you must say, given the traumatic reality, Kwame. So I listen to Sly Dunbar, not to absorb into what I have been made from, but to reflect against and learn from. To learn is to respect and not just be awed and entertained, those shrouds across creativity, those thefts as deadly as going armed with intent. I have literally placed flowers in the barrels of guns, I will stand between the gun and its victim. I will bury the arms deeper than rust, the corrosion, beyond even air of the grave, beyond anything organic, living. People are meant to live. 
I march with you. I am with you. I stand by you. I am not you. I know. About this poem, well, John Kinsella and I, Kwame Dawes, have been working for over seven years on poems of conversation that consider how we live, where we live, and the role poetry plays in this. The poems we have read here are from a long exchange written over recent months entitled A Coda to History. John in Australia and me, Kwame, here in the United States. 